0: That's why niggas were like fainting when Michael Jackson came out. It's <laughs> like the first time seeing him, bro. <laughs> That's not the only reason why. All right. This man with modern day fame.
1: <laughs> nah, I just hate when niggas try to compare people to Michael Jackson. I, I didn't like compare a single bro. person. There would never be another person who was that famous
0: ever again in life. Who, who did I compare to him? I'm just saying I hate when niggas try to do that, so don't even bring it oh, up. You probably triggered from that. You saw the Bad Bunny stuff, huh? I'm this just sick of, I'm sick of
1: seeing all of the Beyonce bad money. I'm sick of seeing anybody. Don't compare nobody in this lifetime to Michael Jackson. Or you weren't even. You weren't there. for his. <laughs> exactly. And that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> it felt like I experienced Michael Jackson for real and I wasn't even there. That's how big this nigga was. Paul. Fuck and
0: die trying to on a Geek that my mind got steep in the I can see that shit before it comes third eye. Bitch, I'm on your neck like a fucking bow tie. Nigga, cap down, dude, do no slime. Sticks on me, bitch, I can't do no flying.
2: Hang his ass up like a phone line. Plug his ass up like a blow dry. Oh, I'll, I'll gas you up, man. Because I know you won't do it. Jack, man, Jack is, 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 is I, I gotta say, he's the jack of all trades. He's a manager. He's a writer. He's an industry aficionado. Um, we had to have him on the show. It's only right. He's a CEO of 15th Club. Um, we're going to probably get into that a little bit later, but it's it's a blog, music discovery platform. He was doing streams, going crazy during the pandemic. Um, he's done writing for Fashionably Early, Pigeons and Planes, uh, covering different artists, profiles. Just recently dropped one on Destin Laurel. I was super fire. Um He's a manager as well. Like I mentioned, <clears> he <throat> manages uh, independent artist Monet No and platinum producer Stefan Ponce. Um, I believe you're a part of a management team too, so I'm sure you can maybe also talk about the dynamics of, of that just in itself. Really? Um, but yeah, man. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Let's get into it. Thank you. I appreciate that intro. And now that you guys know about
0: Jack, Jack is going to be playing a role of kind of adjunct professor. We've got a really good uh, start to this episode and start to 2023. We wanted to focus on music discovery. So here at Unheard, we came up with a course. We're calling it Music Discovery 101. So first, I guess we can start with our guest, Jack. How do you discover new music?
3: Uh, First of all, I want to say like you guys always have like super good topics. Uh, <laughs> so I'm really excited to talk about all of this um a lot of ways like a lot and I'll give you like everything I'm not like the type of person who's like secretive of like how I'm doing this (laughs) like like a lot of people like to act like it's some like crazy intricate method but it's really not um I feel like all of my best discoveries like come randomly and um I do like allocate time to where okay for an hour like I'm gonna go through all my methods of like listening to music and see if I find something good but I feel like everything is kind of just like when I'm just like tired after like an hour of listening to mid and like just press pressing skip over and over again and like something catches my ear but um I kind of like to start out with uh like the playlist so like I'll go I have like a collection of playlists on my spot if I like them just like either like individual uh people making playlists that are like consistently updating them or like blogs or whatever and i'll run through there just like see what everyone's listening to just see if like there's something hot that i'm missing or something that like every blog is posting or like the writers are posting about i'll listen to those and then um like tiktok's still a great platform uh a tip for like if you want to like kind of get into finding artists on tiktok is like make multiple accounts uh and then tailor the algorithm to different genres uh so like you can go on your one account and it could be like underground rappers or you can go and they could be like indie rock you know singers and stuff like that on a different account and then you can just go mess with like the algorithm to tailor it to just feed you artists all day long um i still love soundcloud a lot even though like I feel like you can always say it's saturated, but then there's always gonna be like, I feel like there's a new SoundCloud artist like once a month, that's like fire on SoundCloud, you know, that like comes out of nowhere. Um, so I still love SoundCloud a lot. And then being in like the communities and paying attention to like what people are talking about and tweeting about and stuff like that, that's a super underrated method. Like I, there's jokes all the time about people like, oh, nobody clicks the song links you tweet or like nobody clicks the, songs you post on your Instagram, but like I do because no one else is doing it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I do. <laughs> that <I> do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like especially if it's somebody I trust. It's like has good taste and like is consistently posting good music. It's like I'm gonna check out their recommendations. Um so I think that's pretty underrated. And also when you find a cool artist or a producer, like paying attention to what they're talking about or what kind of homies like their homies are making and stuff like that. So it's 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 more so just like always looking I guess everywhere
2: yeah the community aspect is big because like you know we see the thing on twitter where people complain that there's like no good music out or like there's like it's, it's everything sounds the same like the state That's of music dumb. is dying it's <laughs> like yo I swear these people are like holed up in their fucking basement like talking to no one because like even like get on xbox you hear somebody playing some shit through the mic it's like yo what is that like there's just like a community aspect that like i feel like is so intrinsic to sharing music like you can try and like reddit your way to music discovery and like staying alone and trying to like you know methodize it to a degree but it's like you, you have to talk to people or you have to like you said you have to just keep looking whether it's at different people different artists like the, the solo method of just thinking, like, okay, whatever I'm listening to is, like, the dopest shit, and if it doesn't come across my radar, like, it's not dope. Like, that's such a cooked, just, like, ideology or, like, thought process to yeah. have.
0: This is, like, Chance's thing, because Chance, you, like, anytime Vance and I bring up certain niggas, you're like, nah, <laughs> he's just certain, insert name, clone. So, like, I get Vance's, like, hate <laughs> for niggas who say, uh, there's nothing new. But I also kind of get, like, the Chances of the world, who are like, it's not really new, it's just kind of this person copying this person. That's my whole totally. thing. Like, that's why
1: I don't really be like combing through the SoundCloud and like scourging through the SoundCloud and shit. Just because I already know, like, I can appreciate the sound, and you know, I like certain artists in that bag, but you do have to sift through a whole lot of like. You know, mid to to sort of find those gems. My method personally is like that would be like kind of like low key. You already have like kind of your low key bag artists you already fucked with, and then you kind of like how how always discover music, particularly in like alternative R and B scene is like you, you you hear who they're featuring on their songs, like who's writing their song, and then you like go to these people, and then like they have like some cool features or some like cool people who are who are like sort of pushing the sound or or doing something a little bit different and then like you're following these people and I think you just develop a web sort of how you were talking about like who your favorite artist is listening to rather who your like favorite artist is featuring you know what I mean um but that that also like the artist has to be at like kind of a certain level you probably not gonna have like the bigger artists featuring like these sort of you know I'm not gonna say no name but you know undiscovered artists so that's the big limitation with that one but these are all great methods so but it's nice though but
2: but it's it's nice though because then you see like uh my mind's blanking right now but sometimes you do see these like uh like high level artists um putting on i mean drake is like the classic example the stimulus and like like you said it's hard to find those kind of undiscovered uh newer artists through these um like a-listers but when they do put them on it's almost like a guaranteed like hit you know it's like okay well he passed like the drake radar or he passed the future radar so like i know it's like boston richie it's like okay the future cosine definitely still has a little bit of validity because he did not have to do anything with this guy they're at two completely different stratospheres you know yeah but i um. think
3: i think like the the big artist cosine the smaller artist is like it kind of helps out both like it shows like that the big artist is still tapped into what's going on and kind of gives them more longevity. And like I think that's where like big artists kind of lose it is if they're not staying tapped into what's going on. And it's super cool when you see like one of your favorite like career artists like put on for somebody that you like early on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like my favorite.
0: How do you guys uh, recognize the it moment? Or you like hear a song? or you hear an artist and you're like, yeah, all right. This is a Full great push. question. I'm a fan.
2: This is a great question because I've never thought about it consciously. I
0: didn't.
2: I, I honestly didn't hit me until like
0: it was like three days ago. I was just tweeting some random ass song. Now I gotta find it, but I, it was just I was listening to a song and like three times throughout the song, I like regained consciousness. I was like, "Damn, this is a good song." And it was like 30 <laughs> seconds later, I was like, "Damn, this is a good song again." <laughs> I got to the end of the song and I said it again. I was like, "All right, bro, I gotta tweet Regain this one out." It's hilarious. <laughs> it was a Basement uh, by Dylan Sinclair. You know, I just kept hit me like three different times during the song, just how good it was. And I was like, "All right, bro, that's like kind of my it moment of like, if it just like snaps me out of the l- like natural feeling of music, I'm like, all right, they got something."
1: You really call, a bro, an adjunct professor? I still never commented on that. I've been one. Yes, <laughs> on. we, like, we have
2: nice, I thought I thought a guest. It, thought we have a we have a guest. We nice have yeah. <laughs> <Guest laughs> <professor, laughs> yeah. <laughs> a guest professor in. Yeah. Guest professor. A guest lecturer. We know that some term uh, and everything. We, we know some of the students we know some of the students didn't show up once they heard we were having a guest, but this is, the, that's their loss. Like they don't, they, they must not know Jack Sperling. So, um, Jack, what is, what is your, what is the it moment to you? And do you, is it one it moment? Cause now I'm thinking about that. Like there might be different types of it moments for different types of. Song.
3: No, there's like a checklist. that Like <laughs> artists have to like check every box. There's, I think there's like different layers, you know, for me, it's like, okay, this is a cool song. Like, maybe I'll playlist it or write about it or, and then it's like, okay, this is like a, a cool song. Like maybe I'll become like a fan of the artist. And then it's like, okay, no, like maybe, like I want to, and then maybe it's like, I'll hear something. I'm like, okay, I want to work with this artist or, you know, it's like, I want to help them like progress their career. So there's like different levels to it, but um, there is like a checkbox for every single one of them. And like, obviously it starts with the music and um i think it's like kind of like you said earlier like like regaining consciousness like throughout the song like like so there could be like cool parts of songs but it's like if the song is like continuously like surprising you and you like it the whole way through that's really good and um then you know i go to their discography and listen to other stuff and it's like if it's on the same level or even better like that's always great as well and then and then it come from there it's like if the music's great and I'm loving that, then like, what's their look? Like what's their style? What's their brand? Uh, and then like, if that's cool, then it's like, how are they carrying themselves? Like both like as an artist and like as a person, because I think that like really contributes to their longevity over time. Cause I've like met and talked to a lot of artists at the beginning stages. And like, there's some of them that just kind of have this chip on their shoulder mentality. And then there's some of them that are like super eager to, be an artist and learn and grow and always the ones that are just like have an open mind and are eager and are like not overconfident in themselves I always see like lasting longer than the ones with like the chip on their shoulder so it is like it being an artist for me like they have to check all those boxes and then after checking all those boxes they have to be consistently checking all those boxes you know and it's a tough job to be an artist. It's not easy.
0: It's, it's not
2: easy. It's certainly not easy. That's the thing. Um, which but I think it's good that like you highlight that, 'cause like some people I feel like may have the thought that there are a lot of it artists when it's like, uh, you know, they might be here-ish, but they're not at that top, top tier level.
3: Totally. That was my biggest realization, like when I first got started into like the uh music discovery and kind of like getting closer to like the management lane is like my first idea was like oh man there's so many good artists out there like everyone's managing like a great artist and then like two years go by and you go okay like i see who (laughs) actually like was a good you know what i'm saying like was a good artist and like it was like continuously progressing and and stuff like that so it's just like constantly being aware
1: i don't know how to explain it but for me the it moment is like a movement like when I, when an artist is having when an artist is having the it moment, like I feel like in order to have an it moment, you have to have more than just like a hit. Like prime example, Kodak Black. Like he came onto the scene, really blew up with what, what we're gonna call it, no flocking. You no know, around twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, we would call that maybe his quote unquote it moment. But at the same time, like what really made it, it was when, all right, I got this hit song, I tapped into Kodak, he been doing this, like, I got harder the projects, classic project, I also have all the SoundCloud hits he have, I'm, I'm, the name's slipping me, but, uh, Skrilla was, was a hit around this time, like, I think that really encapsulates the hit moment, prime example, like, Ice Spice, I don't think this is her it moment, like, she had the thought, I was feeling you, but, like I think she might be approaching that because I'm, she I'm kinda a, glad you
0: said Ice Spice. Cause I think I think that's a there's a like you can recognize it it moment yourself, but then this is like not a moment. It moment. There's moments where you miss the it moment. Like you can <laughs> you don't see every it moment. Like people love ice spice. I think for me, like Jack was doing his checkbox. My final checkbox, and it's like the checkbox that can like outweigh every other checkbox is live performance. Like if people are willing to pay to see you and like go crazy when your song comes on. It, none of that other shit matters. It's kind of undeniable. Like, none of it matters. It's like, people are willing to pay their hard earned money, and you are making the move. Yeah, that's how I feel about Ice Spice. So.
1: so you think this is her it moment, or you think she she hasn't hit that? Hit moment? I think she Personally, has it. I don't think, I don't
0: think she has an it moment. I think she has it of. Like, I think she has it. I don't
1: think she had the moment yet, though. I think she's approaching that moment, and that's what I mean. Like you have to have a catalog, like you have to have receipts, like that is so <laughs> vital to me. Like you can't just have a hit song or a hit song or two. Like, I need that cattle. I need something like in the bag for when, all right, I see you got it. Like, I want to see what else you've done. And I think once you see the other shit they've done and you're like, wow, this is special. Like, to me, that is the moment. Cause you know that six months, one year, two years down the line, motherfuckers gonna be really blowing up on the quote unquote it moment when the song finally do pop, when that moment does happen. But you know they gonna be able to go in. And tap in with those earlier moments and see why wow, they've been had it. I just wasn't hip yet. I think that's the it moment to me. Like when you have that 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 sort of fan base that recognized that, all right, we just waiting on it.
0: All right. Last question, then we'll close out our class. Um, music Discovery one oh one. All right, so the history of music discovery versus modern day. So in the past you had like very gatekeep kept system of like A and Rs and then from there just labels, radio. Um, And now it's kind of – every. I feel like it's similarly gatekept today, but there's an illusion of the gate is open. And I just wonder, like, which one do y'all think is better for artists, like, in the past of making it or today? And, like, which one's better for artists and which one's better for fans?
3: The past, (laughs) low-key. Like, I don't know. I I don't know if, like – I mean, take what I say about this with a grain of salt because I'm, like, young and new to the game still. So – but just with my observation and kind of what we've seen over the past two years, with like an artist getting a hit song on TikTok and like they're cool for a couple months and like, and then you don't hear about them ever again, you know? Like that—that's gonna. There's obviously like two stories with that where it's like that's gonna happen or they're gonna go on to have a good career. And at the end of the day, it's in the hands of the artist for the most part. And like we said earlier, like being artist is not an easy job, so easier back then or better back then there was less artists and it wasn't as focused on like the content creation aspect of it. Um, Fair. uh, And that's, you know, just how it's going to go with the development of the internet and stuff like that. And like entertainment, Uh, because we're seeing, I, I, this is something like, like, I think Kai Sinet had the highest viewed genius uh like lyric video and he's like not even like an artist you know what i'm saying i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure i saw that so it's just like interesting that someone who's like just an entertainer uh is the one who's like getting the biggest views on like a music platform you know i think DVD. that's a like like sign of like the shift of the times you know what i'm saying so it's where it's more like it's like heavier entertainment based now when back then it was more focused on the music but that shouldn't discourage anybody from wanting to become an artist because you can always make it your own way and it doesn't have to be the way like it looks like everything else is going
2: that's a good point about content creation because now it's like the song can't just be fire like the snippet preview of the song kind of has to be fire gain some traction and you got to come with the videos and you got to follow up have like the cool, funny content on the stories, shit like that. Um, right,
3: but it's so subjective, you know? Like I think artists should just do them and if they think they're the shit, like like, be able to back it up with the music. But I mean, it's like Pink Panther S who you were talking about earlier, like she never, I don't think her like content strategy was that intense. Like the music was just super cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. And like not something we had really been hearing but she also had that like bubbly mysterious personality that like went along with it. So it's just like, you just gotta be good, you know? And if you're good, it'll work. However, it's going to work for you.
2: I don't know. I do like the fact though, that like a lot of artists now, I feel like there's just more players when it comes to how you can, you know, kind of gain some motion as much as like, I kind of hate that motion term, but like, even you mentioned like you write an article about somebody in pigeons and planes and it's like, that's bringing people to that artist. And it's like, Obviously, it's probably going to be mutuals, friends, homies, but it's like, say that it is some random A&R that's like, is very tapped into Jack Sperling and like what you cover. So it's cool that I think there's just more players now in terms of like the, the diversity of paths of which an artist can go. But in terms of like things being more rooted in the art on an artist side, I definitely can see why, yeah, the past would be a little bit better.
3: I do see a shift coming though. Where it reverts back to the old way of like being solely focused on the music because I think what we were talking about with like uh, are the like we I think we're gonna talk about in a little bit is like are the fans gonna be engaged for uh, with an artist for a long amount of time? It's like uh, I think we will see a return to kind of just like the true form of music and not this like weird new internet thing we got
0: going on perfect teaser from jack for the next segment <laughs> all right uh you want to you want to do the honors of playing a unheard artist dash song
3: i'm definitely gonna pick a song and then like tomorrow i'll be like oh i should have picked a different song but <laughs> i'm gonna show love to this kid remy zarzi's right now um he's got this song on soundcloud t-e-k uh, it and um uh, He's somebody who I had found his music probably like six to eight months ago. And he's got this really cool song. And uh, as soon as I heard it, he was kind of like, oh, this might be an it artist for me. Like this might be someone that I stick with for a long time and like help them get to where they need to be. Uh, So I've always been tapped in. And then he dropped this song and he promoted himself pretty well on TikTok. And then he got a bunch of people in the comments like, Clone, clone dom corleo clone, uh, clone you know what i'm saying and then but he like did a good job of like laughing that off and like the song went up uh and he's about to put it on like all streaming and probably like get some good eyes on him and start like garnering a fan base so i'm a shout out to him one time so we could play that
1: i'll get on like my Nike, check it, dawg I love when they check it I'ma rock like Techie, dawg And nigga I the ring like Tekken Sniper got the rings when we detect them We been through the rain so we protect them And my little sniper get them gone in seconds dog. Get up out, I say oh Nigga talking reckless, sitting away his head is. I put it on God, I got a money fetish. Nigga running up is like a death wish, dog. Since he wanna come up in the shit, we send his ass right to heaven. We send a couple shots of buttons, man. it's nice. Got to double that twice, doing it over my pride, going up a new heights, Tryna live a better life.
0: I'm a little better liar, so take my advice. So take my advice, just keep it to the sky, black on black all today. Yeah. I stayed there till I hit the yo yeah gave the perfect teaser to it. Uh, this week's viral tweet comes from at It was kind of a whole thread, but I'll just give you the quick synopsis of the first tweet. He said, quote, we talk about, quote unquote, artist development a lot, but does the audience have the attention span to stick with an artist as they develop in private? We complain about things as consumers that are also partly our fault. We are seeing artists in a way a lot of generations didn't have to worry about. We are demanding artists to be the best singers while also entertaining us every day on social media reply to our tweets, always be on something other artists never have to deal with. So kind of what you guys were talking about.
3: Such a fire topic and I'm so glad we get to talk about it because I think development is one of my strong suits in terms of working with artists and um, it's very, very, very important to like everybody involved. I think yeah, like artists should totally have the time to develop but within that like you also have to be like doing other things to enta- entertain your fans, and it doesn't have to be gimmicky shit whatsoever. Like, I think a lot of people, like a lot of artists that are afraid to promote themselves on TikTok, uh, because they think it's like gimmicky or or stuff like that, but it's like everything that. I've done with Monet like none of it was really gimmicky was kind of just putting out the music in our own creative way and like promoting it in a creative way and there were like some gimmicky things to go on but it didn't like define him as an artist you know what I'm saying so like and also like there's an artist that can shit out a bunch of music for like a lack of better terms you know and like the fans will love it and like that works for them but then like like we see them there's all just like Frank Ocean and Cardi and like people that take years to like put out their music and they're like super we don't hear from them or see them or anything like that like that's cool too
0: I was gonna say I feel like gimmicky has like such a negative like connotation and I get why but at the same time it's like if it's working it's working like yeah, it's like, yeah what are we <laughs> like, like? I mean nobody even remember Doja Cat was in that fucking cow suit like three years ago <laughs> and now she's Doja Cat like whatever gets you on
3: facts 100% facts yeah
0: because even if
3: if you're just using it to get to a certain point and then you're going to pivot and like do some cool like more creative like artist focused stuff like it's just like you just got to do you you know what I'm saying like I think everybody's done things in their lives where it's like you may not necessarily wanted to do it but you know you saw the vision and then you saw where it was going to take you or whatever like even if it's just like getting through a difficult time whether it's like school or stuff like that or like like working a job to like so you get to another place like i think that's just life and uh i think like fans should learn to demand less of artists because they are literally the same thing as you they're a human being who like goes to sleep and eats breakfast and pays rent and like stuff like that you know what i'm saying like i think a lot of people get delusional in the fact that this artist is somebody who is just like a person on a phone screen and then they see him in person in a concert you know what i'm saying
2: yeah i i think this is one of the few i feel like we have a lot of debates on this podcast sometimes where we kind of question like, can, like it comes down to can we blame the fans or like the consumers type question I feel like this is one of the few cases where like I, I can lean towards towards blaming them in terms of, you know, chicken before the egg, like the, f- the fans not being willing to allow development. Therefore, artists aren't trying to develop or like even on a label aspect, like I feel like a lot of labels aren't even I won't even say that they don't have the capability to develop to develop. But like that's not their focus, really.
3: It's just the sign of the times, you know. Like, like, yeah. like everybody's just like, oh, I got, I got to sign the next big thing, and it's gonna blow up, and then we got to do that. <laughs> but it's like, development is a really fun thing, and like, I guess to go into more development, if like for the people listening that don't totally grasp that, like whether you're an artist or a fan of music, um, like development is just like, okay, you want to be it. Like, say we'll start at like the early level. okay, you want to be an artist. Like, that's living a different lifestyle than being. A, a person and that kind of contradicts what I'm saying but you're still a person but you got to maneuver differently like you can't be hanging out
2: it's like an athlete
3: yeah, yeah exactly like I think one of the biggest advice I could give to artists is like put yourself in the rooms of people who are better than you at making music and like put yourself around people who dress cooler than you and like uh are cooler than you and stuff like that because <laughs> then you'll pick up on what they're doing you know like that's like that's development to me is like go and like shoot pictures with new photographers and like good photographers and and like uh experiment with cool uh directors for music videos and then like kind of go and find your own fashion sense and like spend time working on yourself and envisioning the artist that you want to be because it's entertainment you have to entertain people like you can't just be you can't for the most part you can't just be wearing like regular outfits and like posting regular instagram pictures like the high school kid would you know what i'm saying like you kind of got to differentiate yourself and it takes time to like get in that mindset
2: so that's what i think
3: development like
2: truly is i think it's so interesting too kind of comparing it back to like athletics and like sports it's like people forget how young so many of these acts are too facts like you said like they got to develop as like people too like these kids are like fucking going through puberty or like just going to college. Like we have like artists in college and shit like that, high school. So it's like they've gotta be allowed to develop a little bit as a person too before you can even expect
0: one hundred out of them.
2: They're expecting like this shit out of these kids, like like their Drake or something, like their thirty three year old career veteran artist. Like, dude, he just dropped his first album like a year ago in the pandemic, two years ago. So I think I think that's where Things get a little bit interesting, but I do agree now that we're having this conversation about your point about just like a potential renaissance of just fans maybe slowing it down a little bit and then realizing, okay, these are the six to 10 artists over the last two years that have really stuck with us. And like, when we really think about it, this is why, and it's the longevity, it's the development aspect. Um, And hopefully that could trigger a new sign of the times for the next what five to 10 years. Okay, Harry Styles. <laughs> what? I,
0: I, I didn't even, I didn't even get the joke.
2: Uh, I think he caught, he had the single called "What Sign of the Times" or was that the album?
0: Not familiar with Harry's discography, but
2: neither am I. He's a good songwriter. <laughs> All right,
0: uh, <laughs> you guys want to do a 2023 outlook real quick before next on her? Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. what? I've got three questions. You guys just answer. That's what comes to mind. If you can make your New Year's resolution for music, what would be at the top of the list? No more sam- No
2: more blatant samples. No more. Oh, the, right. no event. No more the fucking super freak. Uh, all these just blatant samples. We gotta get a little bit better with them. I'm blaming right, the chance producers.
0: St- chance was topping your New Year's resolution for 2023. You, <laughs> all
2: right. Um.
3: Oh man, I'm trying to find something to say that's like not gonna offend people. Uh, like I don't know, um no more boring music. Like, and that's me Boom, treading lightly into waters. Say. But I think there's some. we <laughs> right, good music. Uh, all right, all right, all right. No, 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 no. I- I'll spill. I I think there's a couple artists that are really cool, but their influence just destroyed music. And like that I'll name it Olivia Rodrigo. I bang Olivia Rodrigo music like all the time. Like I I like it, but everyone that falls under that, it's like, you're just Olivia Rodrigo 2.0. And you're not trying to do it any differently. Like, like you're literally just singing about having an ex-boyfriend and like, and it makes you sad. And it's the same chord progression and like, you dress the same and look the same. It's like, be original.
2: Okay.
1: That's it. No. no more. No more songs, albums. No more albums longer than twenty songs slash sixty minutes. And then on top of that, that includes singles, videos, remixes, and the like. No more. No more albums longer than one hour slash twenty songs, whichever comes first. No. No I'll just
0: I'll combine mine with chances because I was similar. I would, I just want albums projects to have I want the distinction to be clear now of like this is a mixtape type project this is an album if if you're gonna call it an album treat it like an album with like I'm really trying to say something I'm really trying to show you this part of my life if you're just trying to drop a collection of songs then just call it a collection of songs call it a playlist like yeah
1: on more life
0: just explicitly be explicit with the music you're dropping all right number two. We'll start with you this time, Jack. What bandwagon should people jump on before it fills up in
3: 2023? Shit. Um, what bandwagon? Sh-
2: before, like, you're saying, like, oh, they should get. Okay, okay. Uh, um... And, Jack, think a little bit bigger because I know to us, like, we probably think of artists that's, like, st- yeah, I gotta think- blew up. Think about, like, a, to the common consumer, not just us, like, who's not already made. I, a that's
3: came. a memory. That's something I have to think about every day, every day of my life. Um... <laughs> We're the nerds. <laughs> Okay, a bandwagon people should get on. Dude, okay, here's one. Uh, and this one's kind of like, this one's kind of weird. Uh, go to like random shows, you know? Like go to like support in our, like not even like support. Like if your homie hits you up and you don't even know the artist, like go. Uh, like I feel like live shows are really fun and have fun in a live show. It's not really a bandwagon, or anything like that but i think like the live show atmosphere is now gonna be like back to its full form uh and i think like the bandwagon should be to have fun at shows that's what i can say to the average consumer that's a good
2: answer because i feel like a lot of
3: people just don't go to concerts anymore
2: damn now i don't know if i should do like a conceptual one like jack just it just switched it up or if i should just think of like sorry um you have to skip me real quick come back to me
3: it's a good question no no it's like a really good question it's a thinker
0: all right my bandwagon people should jump on before it fills up in 2023 i've been like teasing this bandwagon all throughout 2022 when it was happening i think cardi and whole lot of red gave us that like punk rock rap of like niggas really going hard rage type shit i'm I think it's completely one eighty. I think twenty twenty-three is the one eighty. Don Tolliver takes over that whole little and Don Tolliver, Tolliver type. type music. We saw Pierre Bourne drop that project last year. It was like soft with that similar sound. lancey Foe's project how did it like halfway. So Fago tried it. Like I think this is the year where all those artists, the Detroit Lonelies, the Yeats, the Jace, all those artists like trying. Start pivoting to that direction.
1: I had some similar because I was gonna speak on Cash Page and just be like, "Watch out for her, like new type <laughs> artist." But I'm gonna go out of way left field, and I don't know why, but I'm just feeling it. Like a lot of people forgot, but don't forget Daniel Caesar. Right? I don't know. I just feel like he poised to drop something great this year, and I just feel like niggas gonna act like they never left when they did, <laughs> not knowing that he really, really dropped like three straight classics. But that's just me. That's um, just
2: me. I guess my answer's a little bit safe too. But uh, I'll go with that was safe. No, no, no. I'm saying no, no, not you. No, no, not you. I guess, I guess, uh, me criticizing Jack for his, his original answer. But like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want people to hop on the um the world music bandwagon. I mean, we saw reports. They already did, brother. It's that not was last year. I don't know. Like, kind of. What what section of the world? Yeah. So like, I've seen reports today that rumors. That Bad Bunny may be headlining Coachella. Now, I think that's interesting because I think it's going to be the switch from Bad Bunny had the Bad Bunny fans going to his shows before, but now it's going to be kind of this reaction of like, how is the main, mainstream Coachella consumer going to like react to the Bad Bunny set? Um, and I think it's going to be, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a super hard prediction to make that like he's going to fucking. Rock the entire crowd But I think it's going to be interesting to see Because it's not going to be like the typical audience And I I also think there's going to be a lot of Movement behind that You know, not just him So this could be what? This could be the UK Whether it's Central Sea leading the, the crossover charge I don't think he's like the greatest act in the world But he's definitely pushing the UK crossover So, yeah I'll, I'll just put it with world music I think we'll see a, a lot more integration of like, international music just within the United States.
0: All right, that's, that segues perfectly my last question on 2023. I'll, look, I'll go first for this one since that was a perfect segue into my answer. By, fill in the blank. By the end of the year, we'll look back on 2023 and think blank. And my answer is I think I think we're going to think this is like, the before Christ, but this is going to be, like, before Afro Beats and after Afro Beats. Like, this is the year where it's, like, no more than nine. Like, this is the thing that you play when it's, like, nobody knows what to play. All right, just turn on the Afro Beats playlist and just go. I was in a barbershop, bro, Vance, our barber. This shit played for three hours straight, just Afro <laughs> Beats in the background. I was like, all right, this it's, is it's it's getting it's, interesting, it's, it's g-
2: it's though. It's gaining traction. Okay,
0: who's next? Fill in the blank. By the end of the year, we'll look back on 2023 and think. Where the fuck Put some is respect Mario on Judah? my label.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're not worried bro, about that. We
2: might, bro, we might think all my answers are safe that, that are coming to mind right now
1: we're gonna think that r&b back because a lot of people thought it left
2: see that's safe it never really left all right let's do safe <sighs> in twenty twenty
3: three.
2: by the end of 2023 we will be able to look back and say a lot of these niggas fell off is that fair? Right. Can I say? Is, safe yeah. is, that, that, safe? <laughs> safe, is that safe? Is that safe? Is that safe? Is that I think we're gonna look back and we're
1: gonna say Young Boy is officially the biggest artist in the world. This has been
0: Chance's New Year's resolution for like
1: five. The years. biggest rap artist in the world, bro. <laughs> I think we are. He's about to do this little. He about to take this little Playboy Cardi sound and everybody been dick eating, <laughs> and he about to market. He about to. He about to put his little spin on, it and he about to actually rap instead of whining and crying like these other <laughs> niggas be doing. Be making me sick. Anyway. <laughs> long, that's what's gonna happen
3: it's a long statement dude this is such a tough question uh i think we're gonna look back and this is kind of like
2: actually i have a changed answer as well but finish yours
3: okay no 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 i don't have a thought so go because <laughs> i was kind of i was kind of to steal yours a little bit
2: no nah, you can you can steal it i think we'll look back on 2023 and say that we embraced regional music even more If that makes sense. Like we were already kind of, we've already kind of been headed in that direction in terms of like the Detroit craze and stuff. But like, I think like, I think things are gonna get super, super regional again. And I think it's gonna be okay. I don't think it's gonna be like a, I don't think it's gonna stop people from blowing up.
3: I think we'll look back in 2023, and this is kind of the double down on what I was saying earlier. But there won't be like a the, the term TikTok artist won't be a thing anymore. And whether that's like that's not a thing at all or there's something that takes its place as like the catalyst for artists. But I don't think like being a TikTok artist, that will be just that won't even be a discussion anymore.
2: Interesting. I like that one.
0: All right. These are good blanks. <laughs> Anybody got an unheard?
2: No. Uh, I'm going to play 50s by Hetty One.
0: I left my yard filled in the fifties, didn't remember my bank cards I really wish bro was with me, he got an eight on his back like Lampard That can't be a up trying to diss me, he was in the interview room singing ballads. He ain't under them, think he's a wallad. Like how you don't feel embarrassed about me looking on Nicki Minaj Cause I got a spaceship in my garage, my young boy went over there about something He the a sauna and not a massage, you know me I kick back and manage, manage. Sent them there with a, a the floor that day, I was feeling like Van Howe It's a struggle to talk about jokes, one of your factual, I can get nicked and end up cancelled I'd rather go uptown and spray a little deal savage I was offside giving up pictures, done it so much, could've turned to a collage They fucked with the budge but love the white more like Nigel Farage well, I screamed fuck first cause I've been harassed, I was on Eagle, bros on my ladder What do you mean he won't take cash in Van Cleef and then they had to boycott on, The hood's too hot, it's a first class flat to Accra but I want to put both in my salad. Oh. I'm, a hater.
3: Dude, I'm a hater to my core, bro. I just have to mask it all the time to preserve <laughs> my reputation and people's opinions of me.
0: Understood. All right, I need you to hate and then grade accordingly. These 22 are 2022 labels. You're grading based on how these artists did in 2022. I'm going to give you each of our labels. So chance no, no,
1: no, no, no. Based off how they did in 2022 and how you project they're going to do in 2022. No, no. Yeah, that, that was not, that was not what, the draft. That was not our basis. <laughs> that was not the draft. Right there, all right.
0: <laughs> all, all right. How, off how they did in 2022. All right. Just keep that criteria in mind. All right. Chance had Drake, Tyler, the creator, Don Toliver. names, nigga? So he could have bias. Why you just didn't say the labels and be like, pick your favorite label. No, I
3: won't have any bias. I promise. I promise I won't oh, have
0: any. oh, all right. I guess that would have been a good way to eliminate bias. All to <laughs> eliminate. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> uh, I'm in hate mode right now, so we're good. <laughs> all right. Chance again. Chance had Drake, Tyler, the Creator, Don Tolliver, Her, Caliuchus, Frank Ocean, and Brent Fias. Our events had Doja Cat, <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign, <laughs> The Weeknd. Pink Panthers, Young Thug, Gunna, and Timbs. All right, and I had SZA, Summer Walker, Travis Scott, Playboy Cardi, Lil Dirk, NBA YoungBoy, and the Internet.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna be judging which one like sucked, or like which <laughs> one wasn't a good pick for 2022.
0: Just how would how would you rank these labels from 2022? Just rank these labels from 2022, so we can have a winner and we can go move on to 2023. <sighs> Wait, so who was the best label? Jack is deciding.
3: Oh. Vance's is is like like there's he's got great picks and then Ty Dolla Sign just <laughs> wipes the entire board clean. Whereas just like why hey, is well, his he picks man. was
1: also in prison. Amen. Right? And yeah, his... and
3: then that 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 as well. But so it's like but like we Doja don't Cat care. And the weekend are like great picks. That's um, nice.
1: Doja Cat didn't even release album in 2022.
3: Like chances is like a little too safe. Mm. So, (laughs) i mean it's just like you got drake like tyler like frank ocean her was interesting but like that didn't really do anything for me last year so thinking back on it got chance vance yeah chance vance are out when i go on that one
2: I'm, Wait, am
0: fucking, I, I won? Am I'm one? fucking, I won. I'm fucking, said, nice. us um, <laughs> go. 2022 champion. All right. Who who won between Vance and Chance, though? So we can have a definitive last place. could
1: just won by default because <laughs> his people released the most music.
0: Hey, man. Play the game.
1: Scissor released a good album, but then other than that, he just had like five Young Boy albums, a Dookie Mid Ass Dirk album, and then what else? That's it. I mean, Steve Lacey is a member of the internet. No, that doesn't count, nigga. We said the internet was a collection. I don't know that
3: that might, I'll, 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 that's gonna count in my book. Collection. No,
1: that don't count. But whatever, he got it. They didn't want to talk about who was geared up for last year and this year, though. They don't want to talk about longevity. <laughs> this nigga whole label dropped, and he barely just won. But it's all right. We We're gonna show y'all this year.
3: Okay, so who want out of Chance and Vance? Yeah, this decide.
0: Advance one. All right. I'll so chance, yeah, like, I'll chance say, chance just because he
3: had the. This is why we shouldn't have the him.
0: names on the fucking <laughs> like, labels and shit. Just let niggas no, choose.
3: No, that was like nobody. Because I had I'll Drake who my, dropped
1: I'll, two of our favorite I'll give you my breakdown. this year. I had, I had fucking. Sure, but Drake Kali is like just,
3: such an easy pick.
1: So is Doja Cat and fucking Scissor, the two two other uh, two other big artists in the world. I mean, Scissor didn't like,
0: drop since 2017. We barely got the Scissor drop. Man, nobody cares. I don't think nigga. people
3: be like, like this is no shade to SZA, but I don't think people are considering her like the greatest art. Like, she has the impact in the fan base. She's not. Right? And the music, but I don't think people like <laughs> are ready to give her that crown.
1: I got Uchis, who's gearing up to drop both an international and an English album. Sorry, right, right. sorry. I, I got Don you are, who are about to drop.
3: <laughs> Listen, dude. <laughs> My my opinion of whose list Shouldn't really mean that much I think uh,
1: uh, I mean I, I, I give you Giving it to Taj Giving it to Vance is absolutely egregious <laughs> <laughs> Giving him second place is egregious That's nasty
0: hey,
2: And
1: man, I'm scratching my head
0: Don't hate the player, hate the game It's okay, you you earned first pick in this year's draft So you get to go first I'm scratching my head Alright, rules of this year We're not doing seven, we're going to do six artists each then throughout the year, we have two substitute spots. So that means that throughout any year, if an artist that none of us drafted drops a fire project, we can basically claim them off the waiver. But, and you can cash that in at any moment. But, I mean, I'm not going to give away the strategy on how I would do, maneuver the waiver wire, but I'll let Vance and Chance figure it out. But I feel like there's a little bit of planning that should go into that part. But, yeah, so we each get six artists each, two substitute spots throughout the year. Um, important dates to remember. Chance's birthday, end of February. Each label has to drop one artist. So, of this six, this is gonna get cut down to five. Then, mid-April, that's the trade deadline. No more trading. And that's it. And submission periods close on Vance's birthday. So, if you don't think your artist is gonna be have a drop by December 23rd, so if it's a Cardi type drop, if Cardi was a drop on Christmas, it wouldn't count. Important things to remember. All right, uh-huh. chances on the clock.
3: I'm excited to get this list. <laughs> chance maybe we will have my favorite list this time okay so maybe <laughs> you can make up for it but also like i i can already tell based off this entire conversation of like what everyone said about you like you and i have very different music tastes <laughs> which is fine
1: this is probably true <laughs> i'll take travis
0: scott son of a bitch all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Vance is on the clock. Oh, man. I just want to take a safe pick, but I also want to take something exciting. I'm writing
3: all these down, too. So, in a year, I'm going to come back to y'all and be like,
0: (laughs) I'll judge again. You bet. Vance is also like, I remember last year, I think he like overthunk it.
2: (laughs) I overthink it. I I, I literally, I overthink the draft I can can feel him doing it right now. Uh... (laughs) Give me Cardi Just give me Cardi With the first pick Y'all suck Y'all really stole both Okay Give me Cardi With the first pick Can't overthink My second pick
0: First overall pick I need I need Splash This has to be Somebody who's going like End of the year Album of the year Contender First pick First pick I'm going Yeah he's doing Coachella This year he's dropping album. I'm going Frank Ocean First pick
2: Okay Snake draft.
1: Niggas talking about they didn't want my artist, and then when it got picked, my artist.
2: Oh yeah. Yes, niggas. Do you want to put that? Do we want to put that clause in the veto clause? Oh yeah, it's a veto. So oh yeah, we didn't Yeah, I'm gonna protect from
1: my expansion draft. I'm vetoing Frank Ocean. All right, you. You You only get to use that one time. You only get get one veto. You don't don't get to veto any other artist. And I'm vetoing Frank. Thank you.
2: Wow. All right, Taj. So you technically. You will get your pick now, and then you will get Chance's next pick as well. Who will? Wait, wait, wait! Why vetoing? Vetoing Frank means you have Frank. Oh, Kochi. then I'm
1: picking Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's true.
0: That was going to be my next pick. I'm glad you said the veto. All right. <clears throat> In advance. All right. I'm being conspired against. All right. I'm sorry. I just had to mention the rules. All right. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Caliuchas And then my second pick I'm going Tim's. He just wanted to be
1: spiteful And steal my artist That's crazy i never seen somebody do that
0: <laughs> This man want every artist You really a, You really spiteful nigga You really a hater Jack I feel like You, you could play the role Of like draft analyst <laughs> Of like what's, what's going through your mind During these picks Yeah
3: I don't know. I feel like I, I want to hear some more obscure picks. Like I want, I want somebody to put a rookie on their line. First round I feel
0: it's like I have to play it kind of safe. Of like I know this is going to be top ten project if they drop this year. Right. Yeah.
2: Me, give me Junie. Oh, okay. There we
0: go. Give me Junie. All right. Chance already took Frank. Gets. Yeah. So this is your third round pick, Chance.
1: And I'm gonna crush this motherfucker, and I'm gonna take the dime because I'm a dime.
2: Don Tolliver. All right, Don yep. Tolliver from Chance. Gonna have the same list. You <laughs> just have, um, have, have
3: Cactus. I'm basically
1: running it back. Nigga took Cala. <laughs> so, so, we wanted her on the roster, but he took her. So, so you're
2: confident in uh, Cactus job. Even
1: though he said he didn't want to take my artist, he's gonna try to
2: take two of them. Y'all funny. <laughs> Analyze that. You heard me? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: why they didn't want to do the list looking forward. They didn't want to do the list last year and this year. They didn't want to just do who had the best list right now. They wanted to do last year. Once we know. What happened last year? Does, but that's Does it how not sound them. logical? It looks like I got the best. I'm I'm leading it off good. I got three. I got three absolute powerhouses so far. This is a this is a tough victory. Junie's a spot up shooter right now, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a little ISO scorer, but you know he only putting up like 11 points a game. You hoping Stop. for a big leap for your number two
2: overall pick? But I'm gonna let you have it. All right, man. Your number one pick is coming I would back from a tragedy.
3: Like an, uh, uh, a lower like, a not-as-known artist coming out and having a big year, a more valuable pick than, like, a already well-established artist dropping a good album. Now, see,
1: if we was doing it how I wanted to do it, this was over multiple years, is Junior going to have a big enough splash if Travis got Frank Ocean at Don's Holly Drop a project? I mean, we're not number? comparing numbers. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see.
2: We never were comparing anyway, numbers. make your next pick, big brother. Whose pick isn't mine or Taj's? Yeah, Vance is back oh. on the clock. Um. Um. I kind of want to go with like an alternative artist. Todd's dumbass is gonna take like Sofego. (laughs) I know it, bro.
3: I hope Sofego can make a comeback. I think he's gonna feature on. This is my thoughts about Sofego. I think he's gonna feature on Travis Scott's album this year, Mm -hmm. and then it's gonna be a hard ass song. It might even be a smash hit, and and then everyone who kind of shit on him. After pink hearts is gonna come back and be like, you know what? So big, uh, he's pretty
1: near shining gaze. What you think about his picks? He's he, he, he fishing shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
3: gonna go
2: Sofego, no knowing he really might want to go so Say it
1: with your chest, nigga.
2: Oh, I want to take another risky pick, not risky, but I, I think I want to take another youngin'. Give me Tony Snow.
3: It's a good one.
2: All right, well, my back to back.
0: I'm going. Pink Panthers and Bash for the World. It's been Great picks. Thank you, thank you. It's been Pink Panthers gave us a nice EP last year. Bash for the World has been quiet with projects, but he's you guys know how I feel about him. I think he's great.
3: I think he's great too. I love, his music is so hard. Like that's something you could put on and like rap fans are going to fuck with.
2: Him. Anybody that likes rap has to fuck with Bash. All right. <clears throat> so that was what your fourth and fifth pick? One, two, three, four. I have four. Okay. My
0: next two is my last. Or my last. All right, cool.
3: Nobody picked Yeet last year. I mean, I I don't know. Are you guys not fans of Yeet? But I mean, I feel like that would have been a blatant, obvious pick for somebody. Yeah, I, guess
0: I, don't, I don't know, I don't know, know why I didn't get
1: picked. Yeet would never make this roster. He I not, feel like Vance definitely would have picked. He don't fit the prototype he want on our team.
2: I don't know why I didn't draft him. <laughs> he misses um, certain measurables. <laughs> Give me Uzi. Oh, okay.
1: Trying to see, I got I got two rap powerhouses, and I got an R and B powerhouse. But I just don't know if he' gonna deliver or not. I'm trying to see where I should maybe go next here. I'm gonna go with K Tronada for sure. I'm gonna pick a um, I'm gonna pick a powerhouse on that end.
0: <laughs> um. Jack, what's your, what's your analysis of Chance's label so far? What do you think his draft needs are? That's are right,
1: you think I should go on.
0: <laughs> so right now you have Travis, Dawn, and Frank, right? Mm-hmm. And Kaytranada. Kay and Kay Yeah.
3: Dog, you got to pick like a like an underdog to come in and like have a good year. That's what you need if you want your list to be in convention.
0: Mm. That's good feedback. Your label is very safe at the moment. I
1: don't know what underdog I want to latch myself onto right now. Hmm. You know what? Fuck it, man. I'm just going to go out on that alone, bro. I'm going to take for 49, bro.
0: I was literally waiting for you to say the name for the long, like, three minutes. I was like, bro.
1: (laughs) I just think with everything that's transpired, I got one. I got somebody who ready.
0: All right, Vance. Second to last pick. Give me Eam Triplin.
2: Hey, I think I think my, I think I think we're I think we're anticipating uh, I think we're anticipating a good album for from him this year. So I rock with Eam Triplin. Yeah, he's he's hard. I like the visuals. I like the direction that he's going in. So yeah, let me add him to the squad. <clears throat>
0: These are my last picks. All right. I remember last year. I I'm not even a I guess I am a petty guy. I'm a yeah, I remember I remember when I was scorned and Vance took Doja Cat knowing I wanted Doja Cat very badly. I did. So I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna get the knife out of my back.
2: Oh nah.
0: I'm just looking Vance in the nah. eyes. I stab him in the gut <laughs> okay. and I draft four K Michael. I'm <laughs> I'm taking his own <laughs>
2: artist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know when your project eats, I'm eating too. So-
2: I can't even, I can't even, I don't even know if to work hard or not. I can't even, <laughs> I don't know what to benefit right now. Damn. That's a, that's a good one. I was, I, I was thinking about it. I was, I wasn't thinking about it in the sense of somebody else might take it though, but damn. All right.
0: I'm going to, and my last pick, um, she signed the XO. She dropped a really good project last year, but it was kind of like a get to know me project. I'm going, uh, Cherry 22, I think. She's gonna give like her real debut under EXO. It's like their first woman artist. I feel like they're gonna put she's gonna get that weekend feature. It's gonna blow a little bit.
2: Okay.
3: Sherry okay. twenty two. I'm not familiar. So Matt, you put me on, I'm gonna tap in.
2: what, what should good? I listen
3: to? The album? Uh,
0: yeah, her project's cool. She did I, she covered oh, yeah. uh some of the weekend song that was really hard. That's what made me listen to her. She doesn't have that many songs, so you can get through the whole discography. (laughs) Like, one listen. All right, last picks from Vance and Chance. Then we're done with 2023 draft.
2: This is difficult. It's like I'm trying to find somebody that's been quiet for the last couple of years that I I really predict. Jack,
0: what would your strategy be if you were also drafting? For the final pick.
2: Mm,
3: I would go, like, like, I don't think I would pick any mega established artists I think I would pick like all right artists like all on the cusp of having like a a breakout breakout year that would be my strategy and like one established artist that I think is going to drop like a fire album or have like a moment
2: but so far I really like everybody's picks
1: damn Vance you gonna go Cause I'm ready.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm 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 in between two. I'm trying to think if I should go with an international pick or not. It's risky. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with J Hus from the UK. Hasn't dropped since 2020. So it was like critically acclaimed in the UK. So
1: since I had the last pick, I guess I could speak with my mind. And I'm thinking, should I? If I want to add another R&B artist, I could go Kyle Lux. However, I might also be getting up to go also go that international route. I'm thinking about a Dave or a Aria star, somebody like that. What you think?
0: You got to be talking to Jack. I'm not giving you any advice. So, Jack, I'm not giving you to... any advice? Yeah. What you think? <laughs> I guess I'm talking Dude, to I told I, I, I you, bro,
3: advice. I don't listen to R&B. I get all. So I have, I have zero. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. All
1: right. Well, then let me see. I got, I got, I got through. I'm gonna go another RB, man. I think I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Kyle Lux, bro. I'm just gonna bet that he's gonna drop a, a fantastic classic. So those are my picks, man. All
0: right, we've got we got our labels. labels. What's the forecast? Who label looking the best right now? For anybody listening, we got uh Chance has Travis Scott, Frank Ocean, Don Tolliver, K Tronada, Rob49, and Kyle Lux. Vance has Playboy Cardi, Junie, Tony Schnau. Lil Uzi, Eam tripling and J Huss. I have Caliuches, Tims, Pink Panthers, Bash for the World, 4K Michael, and Cherry22.
1: Feeling really good about our label, man. We, we love the players we have. I um, feel <laughs> so like everybody brings a different dimension to that game. Um, we got a lot of young players. So you're really coached up by the <laughs> veterans. Um, a lot of complimentary play styles, but you know, also some unique shit. We can mix and match a lot of lineups, so um, We're really proud of the team we put together, and now it's just about you know getting on the court and executing. So we look forward to that.
3: I'm excited uh, to see your year play out.
0: <laughs> that was like the That's friendliest the yet, <laughs> not <laughs> confirming the, it was good.
2: The, the classic default like response. At the, at the <laughs> the, 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 I mean, the you
1: niggas face. ain't saying nothing about your all labels, so.
2: Alright, mine's unspoken I like it
0: Exactly, I'm I not like saying anything it. about my label I'm
1: gonna let it yeah, he's not saying He's not year.
0: confident in his shit I'm very he confident He gonna steal
1: my players He gonna he, They he's gonna go steal my players Talk about it. He didn't want none of my
0: players He gonna I'm steal two confident. of my players I'm more Frank confident Ocean this year Than I was last year
1: Yeah, alright Yeah, you more confident Cause you got two of my players Nigga shot out Caliuches. on my
0: label And then you wanna go draft him And give him a second contract You funny Go ahead though You got it We'll see Uh, But thank you Jack You sat through the whole episode Great Great guest, I would say. How would you guys rank Jack awkwardly on the podcast? What does he rank what does he rank in guest history?
2: A plus in opinion. All right.
1: I feel like he definitely, but yeah, we've had like a lot of different <laughs> types of guests. I feel like you bring a very relatable, like young person who like knows a lot about the industry, who's well informed on their industry. And I feel like that's a unique perspective you need because we had, I would say, similar guests, like some industry vet. What was his name? Kevin Lyman. Kevin Lyman. And he just brings a whole nother perspective, obviously, because he's very seasoned. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really appreciated our conversation on um, like the artist discovery and shit, like just different little methods. Because I feel like that's increasingly important in his day and age. So thank you for, uh, you know, tapping in with us.
2: Friend of the show, Jack Sperling.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you all for having me. Man, it was a fun time. Absolutely. I love talking about music. All right. Unheard on. You want, you want the Unheard chance or you want me to take it?
2: Play snitch
1: featuring Fouche by Aria Star.
0: We connect by magneto, but you keep me locked up cognito. Now three glasses of mojitos, I'm running on a bird up telling on you. Oh, if you fuck on me, then run for life, run for life, I'ma be crazy. I'll make you cry, make you cry, i will telling you, and those are. Me tell you, me tell you, oh I'ma tellin' you, oh, I'ma tellin' you, oh, I'ma tellin' you, love, I'ma tellin' you I oh, I'ma tellin' you, oh, I'ma tellin' you, oh, I'ma tell you, oh, I'ma tellin' you, yeah, been in my feelings lately But me fucked up talking about you day like psychedelic Drinking and burning the flowers You got me texting bitches That you follow Yeah, you
2: got me fucked up Why? Why you telling lies? why do you fake the truth, dog? Why you sad? Podcast over, dog.